Hey, everybody, it's Justin with B2B Vault, the payment technology podcast with your host, Alan Kopelman, and we'll be providing educational information about business payments, fintech, decentralized finance, and the technology businesses need in today's world. And in today's podcast, we'll be talking about Bitcoin 2022. It was pretty cool. Um, yeah. So let's get right into it. Here you go, Alan. Hey, everybody. We're talking about Bitcoin 2022. We went down to the convention to go check it out. It was pretty cool. Got some cool hats. Got some cool sunglasses. You know, have to, can't really see good with those. So let's talk about Bitcoin 2022 and what was going on down there. But first... We got an email from Feedspot, which is a blog, and they named the 10 Best Payment Technology Podcast of 2022, and we're on the list. Number we came two. in number two. Ah! The crowd goes wild. So that was pretty cool. And, you know, anytime we get, you know, recognized for what we're doing, it's always nice. So if you're watching on the on YouTube, you can see some pictures and we're going to post some pictures on social media of different things. But one of the coolest things at Bitcoin 2022, everybody was taking pictures out in the front because they had this um, sculpture and I read about it. It took months to prepare and it was this massive Bitcoin bull. The Miami Bowl. The Miami Bowl, yeah. And they're actually going to move it from the front of the convention center to um, one of the, I think, Miami-Dade College. Oh, really? Yeah, where, and the company who did it was called Trade, what was it? Oh, man, Trade something. I can't remember. Oh, well, <laughs> some, the company who did it was pretty cool. Everybody was taking pictures out there, so that was pretty cool. Got a free shirt. Yep, got free shirt. That was cool. I messed it up. I put spaghetti sauce on it the first day I wore it. So. Wow. <laughs> but we'll give that. I thought I wrote it down who that company was. Now I feel bad that we're not going to recognize them. Yeah, so shout out to Trade Station for making that Miami Bowl. That was really cool. Yeah, we had every, they were having everybody take a picture, and then you had to tag them on twitter and you know so yeah they were cool they were eating veggie burgers so i was you know, i could relate very you can well. relate. <laughs> i mean i don't know if they're part of the trade station but the people who were like handing out the teas were everybody was cool mm. was chill crowd mm. And mm. so what was bitcoin 2022 all about so there was hundreds of speakers hundreds of people down there thousands there was investors people who were investing in bitcoin investing in ip investing in companies bitcoin enthusiasts you know people who are trading bitcoin buying selling bitcoin that work for companies that are involved in the space it's definitely a space that's growing uh booths were very expensive and there was a lot of companies that spent tens of thousands of dollars on booths with all kinds of tvs and everything oh, yeah. i mean there's some crazy. of those booths look like they were designed by someone who does movie sets oh yeah it literally. was crazy 
and there was a ton of events going on down there. There was hundreds of exhibitors. You know, we saw like start that against one wall startup companies and early stage companies exhibiting. And then in the center of the room were a lot of the established companies. I mean, I didn't even know there were that many Bitcoin wallets like where or exchanges. There was literally dozens of them. And then there were tons and tons of events going on. There was a concert going on. There was a whole part in the park across the street from the convention center was like a whole massive thing with slides and food trucks and all kinds of stuff we saw over there. That's where the soundstage was. Yeah. And then they had the, um, and they had that other concert inside, you know, that the first Bitcoin concert and they had a comedy show and all kinds of stuff going on. It was like huge, 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 massive event that went on for many, many days. Real quick. We want to thank our sponsors. MPS Bank, MPS Printer, the Payment Advisory Boards, and Nationwide Payment Systems. Be sure to check out b2bvault.info for the past episodes. You can connect with Alan there, um, schedule an appointment, and possibly learn more about sponsoring the podcast. We're available on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pandora, uh, you name it, we're there. Um, go ahead and follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and recently we signed up to TikTok. It's at B2B Vault. So yeah, man, check us out, follow us, subscribe. Looking forward to seeing you new followers. All right, back to the podcast. So what did we see down at the convention? What kind of companies were there? So wallet companies, we saw like companies who had software where you could store, you know, outside of the crypto exchange, you know, where you could store your crypto on a wallet that was like in the cloud. Then we saw these physical wallets that looked like, you know, little hard drives. We also saw little credit cards with like a EMV chip on it and you could store your crypto on that. I mean, it was pretty, a lot of technology. Yeah, that guy, that. he had like, there was three different types of cards. You could store your, your crypto on. Yeah, your, you could store your codes on another one. So like your, 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 the pin. Yeah, your pin codes for your you wallet. Yeah. And then there was something else that he did. Yeah, and he, was, had a, and he had a special one for NFTs, too. You yeah, I thought it was really NFTs. cool because you could you could design your own, like, debit card or pin card or whatever you want it to be. That was pretty cool. And then they had, like, this village section. So people had different, like, artwork back there. The Bitcoin Bazaar, it was yeah, called. Yeah, Bitcoin Bazaar. There so was, there was just a bunch of different vendors um, that were selling products uh i don't know if there was like anything it wasn't enough i mean i'm sure a part of the prerequisite would have they would have to have been able to accept bitcoin as payment right i'm assuming well some of it was bitcoin related like art and bitcoin related like shirts some of it was and there was a guy that had like the nft art he was selling the different things like light up things and Gla and like right. glass cases and different stuff like that. There was all kinds of vendors. There was a startup company back there that had special 
um, sports related NFT art, but they were in very early stages. You know, we also saw peer to peer trading sites. One of them was Coin Bazaar. We spoke to them, and it's like where you can go, you could buy coin on there, but it's like a secondary market for buying and selling cryptocurrency. That's pretty interesting. You know, I know that there's a few of those out there. We saw, again, the the different hardware wallets and mortgages. We saw a couple, it's, it's amazing, like, how many booths we walked past that were, like, selling almost the same thing. Everyone was selling the same like thing. Like, security, a lot of security apps, um, mortgages using Bitcoin. So, there must have been, there was a quite a few companies offering that. We saw crypto IRA where you can take your IRA account and then you can incorporate uh, cryptocurrency into your IRA and you could trade within the account, which is pretty interesting because you're buying and selling crypto inside the IRA. That was interesting. Mm. There was a couple of companies doing that. We saw um, different ways to store your tokens and NFTs, and there was a whole NFT like section in the middle of the floor, and there was like a lot of um, the art, the original art artwork. Yeah, it was the original artwork of the NFTs. So that was pretty interesting. We also saw a lot of like virtual cards, where you can link your credit, you can link a credit card through a company to your crypto wallet, and then earn crypto by spending money on these different kinds of credit cards that was pretty interesting one thing that actually surprised me was the amount of crypto mining equipment it was insane like i i didn't even know there was that much i was telling justin that a friend of mine he built a whole bunch of those rigs just from cards and hooking them up on pieces of wood right you know and now there's these massive um, rigs. We saw one. They were building them inside of uh, shipping containers. There was multiple companies doing. Yeah, that there work. was multiple. I mean, I couldn't believe how many companies were doing crypto mining. And then they. I feel like they would be better off if they all like joined forces and like one like Voltron style like mining company. Yeah, and they crazy. would get really rich. But instead, they're all fighting amongst each other for the same. Yeah, it's like it was crazy. I don't get it. I, don't, I didn't get it either. I, I would I, definitely not start a crypto mining company at all. I mean, maybe in my house, but not like on the scale that these guys are doing it. I, I, I hope that everyone succeeds and I don't want anyone to fail. But when the market is so and it wasn't cheap. None of cheap. it is cheap. No. And then and there were so many. I was surprised at the amount of companies like we came around the corner and I was like, wow. How many companies do this? Like, I was and, shocked. And I was shocked that none of them were like, nothing like differentiated itself from the next. Well, only company. the one, the guy that had like, the, there was the one place that had like the big shipping container. They were the well, only one. That was ones. his thing. Right. You that's build his... your mining, your, your, you put your mining equipment inside of his shipping container. But the, I don't, I, the rest of it, like, you, good luck, guys. It was a you very, it. it's a very complicated part of the industry, the mining, because people also talk, is it green? You know, are they it's using, so, no, we know that it uses a ton of electricity yeah. and, you know, can they do it with solar? 
and trying to put it in areas of the country where it's cold so because the mining equipment gets very hot. I remember my friend, he built just a few miners and he had them in a room in his office. He had to put like extra air conditioning in there and everything because it was sure. really, 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 mm -hmm. really hot running all these. It's basically just like a bunch of little computers mm -hmm. all stacked up together. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy. And, you know, so... It was, you know, the NFT thing was really cool because you also saw like electronic, like little, like sort of like tablets that had NFTs on them and NFTs inside of a glass case. And then, you know, it's interesting, like with artists, how they sell their actual artwork and then and then sell the NFT at the same time. And I think that a lot of people want to get that, especially like we saw a guy there with the sports thing, too. Right. And he was saying, no, you can get the. You could get the picture and then you can also buy the NFT, the, the right. sports picture. So that's interesting, you know, to see how that's going to go. And there was a lot of like investing with crypto, like investing in crypto stocks, investing in companies. There was a lot of early stage companies there that were still looking for money that did all sorts of different things like bill, like pay your bills with crypto. And they're going to take the crypto and convert it to cash and then send it to the electric company and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. there was a lot of different little companies like that. People were giving away all kinds of stuff to hats and hats and shirts and, you know, all their, all their little wares and everything that they wanted to give away to promote their companies, you know, but there it's a very, very big space. I mean, there must've been a thousand vendors in there. I mean, it, it looked cool. Yeah. It definitely looked cool. There was a lot of stuff, a lot of vendors in the hall and, you know, all types of security software, security apps to protect your crypto. It's very, you know, you look at it and you go, well, I, you know, to me, like I thought like, oh, there's maybe five or six wallets mm -hmm. and they're, and they're in such competition. They were all like, oh, if you register for the wallet and then you buy some crypto, we'll give you some free crypto. Anywhere from 10 bucks. We saw one booth was giving away $150 of crypto. I don't know how much you had to buy yeah, right. to get it. And there was a couple other ones. If you signed up, they were having a contest. Someone was going to win a Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. A whole Bitcoin. Uh, yeah, a whole Bitcoin. Cash App had a contest down there giving away something. So Cash App was selling their t-shirts. And yeah. I, I kind of, I was a little... I should have gave them away. All I don't the money know. I was cash like, yeah, makes. dude, like you're selling your t-shirts at Bitcoin 2022. Okay. Yeah. We also, nobody else selling anything. Right. Well, we saw some people like giving away books, doing a book signing. Saying, yeah. Yeah. We saw there was a lot of interesting things going on and, and obviously people are starved to get like information. How much did they want for the Bitcoin 2022 shirt? $35? Yeah. $35 for a t-shirt from okay. the show. That's crazy. But the you know there was plenty of other free T-shirts that were being given out in the in the room. I mean, we could have picked up two dozen T-shirts easily. <laughs> Everybody was like, "You want a T-shirt? You want no. a T-shirt? You want no. a T-shirt?" No. But it's like you know, but a lot of people were definitely there for the classes and the breakout sessions and all that to learn about crypto, learn about how to invest in crypto. I mean, I tell everybody like, we are not giving people investment advice. You know, nope. we're not, 
given that, you know, because people ask me all the time, oh, should I invest in crypto? I tell them, you know, it's just like the stock market. You can put in what you can afford to lose. Right. And then otherwise, it's not for you. You know, it's a very volatile um, industry, but it's very interesting and it's not going to stop. I mean, we look at, you know, I read some stories recently, uh, Visa um, is doing some stuff with the metaverse and crypto. What? Nobody knows. MasterCard also filed some kind of paperwork that they're doing something with the metaverse and crypto. American Express is doing something with the metaverse and crypto. Um, you read about these um, large companies, Fortune 500 companies, talking about setting up like restaurants and different things with the with um, crypto and in the metaverse. So it's definitely not going away. I mean, federal government is talking about their central digital bank currency. You know, that probably take too long to get done. But <laughs> hey, shout out to Shiba. got listed on Robinhood today. Oh, yeah, that's that's very exciting. You know, I think that we're going to you know, there's a lot of exciting things happening in the crypto world. Cryptocurrency is definitely not going away. I mean, there was thousands of people down at this convention. It was like a four or five day thing. The ecosystem is strong and growing. That's proven by the amount of vendors that are in the room and people that are investing in all these different companies. You know, there's a lot. People are showing a lot of interest in learning about cryptocurrency. I'm reading about colleges that are teaching now about crypto at mm -hmm. colleges and some of these companies. One of them, the Trade Station Group, is uh, doing some sponsorship at Miami-Dade College. Nice. I read about it. That's why they're going to put the bull there because they're doing some education with cryptocurrency. It's very, it's uh, you know... It's uh, it's definitely interesting. It's moving along. You know, we saw a lot of startup companies down there, like they're in startup stage, early stage companies, companies. And there was companies there from all over the world, too. Yeah. So they weren't just from the United States. There was people down there from all over the world. And, and <laughs> I would and, say a lot of them weren't from the United States. I would say about 50-50. I agree. That, all right. Because yeah, some that's, of them had offices here and offices in other places. Well, the guys talked that I spoke to, none of them had an English. They yeah, some of them America. were. They weren't from America. Yeah, some of them were not from America. No. A, there was a few companies we saw from India, from, from Austria, Austria, Belgium. Australia. Yeah, there was a lot of companies from around the world. So it's uh, it's definitely like an international um, an international thing, cryptocurrency and Bitcoin is very international. So what is nationwide payment systems doing in the space? And why do we talk about it here on the B2B vault? We talk about it because this is a, gro a growing thing. It's an emerging market. It's of an emerging new payment type. We did a, we did a uh, podcast, you know, a few, a while ago called cash credit and crypto, you know, before businesses only took cash, then they started to take credit, you know, and now crypto is the next thing, you know, and then there's other things coming alongside it too, like buy now, pay later and different types of different types of services. <laughs> I don't know what Rocky's doing today. He's, he's hanging. So the, you know, so what are, so what are we doing? So we, we launched two things in 
to do with um, cryptocurrency. So one is uh, Worldwide Digital Payments. We have a website for that so you can get information, WorldwideDigitalPayments.com. And this is uh, where we're able to get merchants who are crypto companies set up with credit card processing. So you can, if you're an exchange, if you're putting out a coin, if you're going to sell, if you're an NFT platform, we can get you linked up. We have uh, a we have a domestic partner, so for domestic only inside the U.S. processing, and then we have processing for worldwide, so that includes the U.S. and internationally um, to do crypto to do credit card processing. We also can get merchant accounts for businesses who are supporting the crypto industry. So if you're selling hardware, you know, crypto wallets and things like that. Not every bank wants to be involved in this, you know, in this whole crypto space. But we're working with banks and credit card processors who support the crypto space. That's what we specialize in. You know, like I don't call it high risk. I call it niche. You know, this is a niche uh, market, the crypto space. And we have, you know, banks and processors that are supporting the cryptocurrency space. The other thing we're doing is we have our product NPS coin, NPScoin.com, which is our crypto to dollars. This is for businesses and want to accept cryptocurrency. You don't need to know anything about crypto. It's not just for investors. It's being used to do business today. Large transactions and international transactions are probably the top two things that are going on with cryptocurrency right now. I mean, There'll be the day, I mean, we saw AMC announce, oh, we're going to accept Shiba at mm -hmm. AMC theaters. Okay, great. But I mean, you know, how many people are going to go actually go do that? You know, not many right now, but it's going to happen at some point. You know, are you going to go to a restaurant and check out with uh, Bitcoin one day? Maybe. Probably. You know, it's going to happen. I mean, I'm sure people are already doing it. Yeah, it's being done on a small scale, but the larger scale is being done with large transactions for bigger things like jewelry, jets, cars, real estate, international transactions. It definitely makes doing an international transaction a lot easier because it's a lot shorter time period than trying to send money from one country to another country. It's very complicated. It can take five to seven days and it can be expensive. Very expensive. You know, or, you know, if it's a very big transaction, it could be just a flat fee, but the flat fee could be expensive. And crypto is an alternative to that, to getting money from, you know, international currency. So you can get more information about these two products, WorldwideDigitalPayments.com or go to MPSCoin.com and or you could go to b2bvault.info and get set up with an appointment and get a 15 minute consultation and we'll take care of you so thank you for listening today to b2b vault carpe diem seize the day follow us like us and subscribe on spotify apple youtube stitcher google podcast iheart amazon music follow us on social media at b2b vault at B2B Vault, the number two. And thank you for listening and have a great day. And we enjoyed our time at Bitcoin 2022. And have a great day, everybody.